0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast.
1: It is Tuesday, October 27th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio has seen a big increase in COVID-19-related hospitalizations over the last several weeks, not only in larger cities, but in more rural areas as well. Krista Frost has the details.
0: Doctors say that there could be a number of different factors that go into this, but they're really looking at cold weather. That's what they're blaming on this, people taking those gatherings inside instead of staying outside. And those doctors that we talked to earlier today, they say that they know it's colder, but keeping distance, wearing a mask, those other guidelines, they have to continue. Columbus Public Health Commissioners, says that we all need to accept that the holidays just won't look the same this year. If you've had a bubble of people that you've kept in contact with, stick with that bubble. Don't go outside of that bubble. From Columbus Public Health, Krista Frost.
1: A doctor in Cleveland is concerned about the spike in COVID cases Ohio's seeing. Laura Queso has more.
0: Dr. Claudia Hoyan of University Hospitals says When ICUs get busy, it affects everything. It affects car accidents. It affects heart attacks. She says the time to stop the spread is now. We saw it earlier in the year in places like New York. Those visions and those images of You know, refrigerated cars outside of hospitals um, is very frightening. But if we don't get this right, that is where we're going to be. I'm Laura Queso.
1: If state lawmakers and Governor Mike DeWine won't repeal Ohio's $1.3 billion nuclear bailout at the center of the state's largest ever bribery scheme, leaders in Cincinnati and Columbus say they'll take matters into their own hands. The Columbus Dispatch reports Cincinnati Mayor John Cranley and Columbus City Attorney Zach Klein filed a lawsuit today alleging the fee is an unconstitutional tax because it's based on a fraud. The $0.85 fee will be added to Ohioan's monthly residential electric bills to subsidize two nuclear plants in northern Ohio, both of which are owned by Energy Harbor, formerly known as First Energy Solutions. The law also guarantees utilities can continue to charge customers a fee for two coal plants operated by Piketon-based Ohio Valley Electric Corporation until 2030. One of those plants is in Indiana. Authorities in Hardin County near Lima, Ohio, say the body of Quentin L. Sessor, who was reported missing last week, was found in the Scioto River yesterday. Angela Reigert has more.
0: We're told crews found the four-year-old boy's body in the Scioto River, two miles east of where he was last seen. Police say he left a family member's home Thursday afternoon on South Wayne Street. Local, state, and federal agencies all helped in this investigation. All these people were going door-to-door searching sky and river for him. We know there are still a lot of questions as to what exactly happened here. Police want people to know that they are going to continue to investigate and there will be an autopsy done. For now, reporting in Kenton, Angela Rygard
1: state officials have approved the distribution of federal aid dollars meant to help ease the burdens caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Yolanda Harris reports.
0: The state controlling board has approved more than $400 million in CARES Act funding for the state of Ohio. The $419 million package includes funding for small businesses, hospitals, higher education, and for Ohio families. Governor DeWine says this money is essential to help Ohioans stay in their homes and pay off outstanding bills accrued. Throughout the pandemic, I'm Yolanda Harris.
1: Republicans in the U.S. Senate have confirmed a new Supreme Court justice, and Ohio's top lawmakers in Washington are reacting very differently. Andrew Kinsey has the details.
0: The U.S. Senate confirming Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court after more than 30 hours of debate. Senate lawmakers voted along party lines to confirm the president's pick. She was sworn in at the White House. The move fills the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat. The 48-year-old judge will be on the bench in time to hear some key cases, including one involving LGBTQ rights on November 4th and another challenging the Affordable Care Act come November 10th. Ohio Democrats, Senator Sharon Brown sounding off on Twitter to the confirmation saying, quote, anyone willing to vote for Barrett is willing to risk taking away health care for millions of people. Meanwhile, Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman, who voted for Barrett, says, quote, she is exceptionally qualified to serve on the Supreme Court and I was proud to support her confirmation. I'm Andrew Kinsey.
1: In southern Ohio, a longtime lawyer facing numerous counts related to human trafficking that authorities say occurred over a 15-year period has pleaded not guilty to all charges. ONN's Dave James reports.
0: A judge in Portsmouth set bond yesterday at $300,000 for 74-year-old Michael Mirren, who was arrested Friday. He's maintained his innocence. Miran faces nine counts of promoting prostitution, five counts of compelling prostitution, three counts of human trafficking, and one count of engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity. The charges stem from criminal activity that allegedly occurred from 2003 to 2018 and involved six female victims. If convicted on all counts, Marin faces more than 70 years in prison. Dave
1: James on News. In Northeast Ohio, a suspect is facing charges after a domestic violence incident that involved taking a hostage. ONN's Michaela Madison has the details.
0: Stark County Sheriff's deputies say they responded to a domestic violence incident Friday just before 9 a.m. in North Lawrence, west of the city of Canton. Officials say 40-year-old Ryan Harold broke into the home and was holding his 35-year-old wife hostage at gunpoint and had barricaded them both in a room inside the home. After a standoff that lasted several hours, Sheriff George T. Meyer was able to peacefully negotiate with Harold. Harold was arrested on several charges, including kidnapping, domestic violence, and felonious assault. Michaela Madison, O.N.N. Canton.
1: People across Ohio were mailed applications for absentee ballots from an organization called the Center for Voter Information that has a Columbus address, but Lena Lai looked into it more deeply.
0: The organization is actually based in North Carolina. Its CEO- We've been doing this work for 17 years. Literally, to bring democracy to people's doorsteps. Tom Lopatch is head of the nonprofit. The Center for Voter Information says it sent more than 7 million absentee ballot requests to Ohioans. More than half a million returned to boards of elections, which they track with extra barcodes. Secretary of State Frank LaRose confirmed these are legitimate, but some election officials aren't thrilled. I'm Lena Lai.
1: And there is some good news on the quest to combat the spread of COVID-19. More from Tracy Townsend. A COVID-19
0: vaccine trial showing some promising results in treating both older and younger adults. AstraZeneca says it's seeing a positive immune response for adults over the age of 56 and the high-risk group of people who are ages 70 and older. The elderly have been prone to more serious symptoms from the coronavirus, so testing has really been focused on seeing if there were responses that will be similar between younger and older people. I'm Tracy Townsend.
1: Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS TV in Columbus and WKYC TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.